0: Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins on the Marvel DC Multiverse. We are now at episode 375, and I'll be doing a review on Thor Love and Thunder. So, spoiler alert, if you have not seen Thor Love and Thunder, I strongly suggest that you do not listen to this episode. You've been warned. Oh, and by the way, excuse the background noise, that's the air conditioning, so in case you guys are wondering. But anyway, so, um, yeah, um, Gore and his thought daughter, Love, struggle in a uh, barren desert. Despite their prayers, you know, to their god, Rapu, Love dies. The god killing, uh, the god killing, uh, Necrosword weapon calls to Gore, leading him to, Rapu's uh Rapu's Lush Realm. After Rapu cruelly dismisses Gore's plight and proceeds to strangle him, the Necrosword offers itself to Gore, who kills Rapu with it and vows to kill all the gods. Gore is granted the ability to manipulate shadows and produce monsters, but is cursed with the impending death and corrupted by the sword's influence after Gore kills several gods Thor learns of a distress signal from SiF uh, Thor parts ways with the guardians of the galaxy and finds an injured uh, SiF SiF who uh, who warns that Gore's next target is new Asgard meanwhile dr. Jane Foster Thor's ex-girlfriend, uh, has been diagnosed with stage four terminal cancer terminal cancer um, with medical treatment in, uh, proving ineffective she travels to new asgard hoping that thor's fractured hammer Mimir uh, might heal her due to an enchantment thor unknowingly placed on it uh, years earlier to protect foster mirmir forges and uh bonds itself with her sorry bonds itself to her Thor arrives in new Asgard just as gore's attack begins Thor is uh Thor is surprised to find foster willing mirmir but none but nevertheless teams up with her uh Valkyrie and gore to fight fo- uh, sorry and uh, Korg to fight Gore. Um, the group thwarts Gore, but he escapes, kidnapping several Asgardian children and imprisoning them in uh, the Shadow Realm. Having inherited the abilities of the deceased father Heimdall, his son Axel contacts Thor, who finds them. Um, Thor decides. To form an army of gods, so they can travel uh, to uh, a omnipotent, sorry, omnipotent city, a realm that is home to uh, many gods. The leader of the gods, Zeus, fears gore and is, well, is unwilling uh, and is unwilling to help, thinking uh, they can remain safe and hidden from gore in the city Zeus orders the groups uh, captured to prevent them from exposing the city's location to gore and it you know in the ensuing fight uh Gorg's body is destroyed though his face remains alive Thor impales Zeus with his own thunderbolt which Valkyrie steals before they they escape um, as they as the journey continues, Thor and Foster rekindle their romantic relationship, and Foster reveals her Ill- illness. The group arrives in, you know, at the Shadow Realm, but are unable to find the children. Foster deduces that the kidnapping, the kidnappings, were a trap for Gore to take, uh, you know, uh, Thor's axe, Stormbreaker, in order to summon. The Bifrosts and enter the realm of eternity, who can grant his wish to destroy all gods. Uh, Gore overpowers the group, you know, severely injuring Valkyrie. Uh, the group retreats back to Earth, though Gore manages to steal Stonebreaker. Drained of her strength, each time she uses Mirror, Mirror um Foster is, you know, is warned that using it once more will likely kill her. Thor persuades Foster to let him fight Gore alone while she recuperates. Thor finds the kidnapped children at Eternity's altar and, uh, using Zeus's thunderbolt, imbues you know, emb- you know, them um, with his power. To fight Gore's monsters while he battles Gore. When Foster senses Gore is about to kill Thor, she joins the battle with Mimir to save him. They destroy the Necro Sword, uh, freeing Gore from its influence. But the three are brought into uh, Eternity's realm, with Gore poised to make his wish. Thor implores Gore to revive his daughter instead of destroying the gods. Thor, uh, Thor then leaves Gore to make his decision and attends to Foster, who succumbs to her illness. Moved by their display, Gore wishes for eternity to, you know for eternity to revive uh, love, which it grants. As Gore dies from the curse, he requests Thor to take care of love. In the aftermath, um, you know, Korg's body is restored, and he starts a family, while Foster while sacrifice is honored in New uh, Asgard, where Valkyrie and Sif begin training the children. Thor adopts love, who joins in his heroics with the former wielding, um, uh, mirror, mirror, and the later, and sorry, and the latter wielding Stormbreaker. Uh, in the mid-credit scenes, sorry, in the mid-credit scene back in um, uh Omnipotence City, um, a recuperating Zeus sends his son Hercules to kill Thor. In a post-credit scene, uh, Foster, uh, well, in the end-credit scene. Foster arrives at the gates of Valhalla where she is welcomed by Handel and thanked for helping his son. So, um, Honestly, I'm, you know, if it wasn't for Christian Bale's performance in this movie, I would have given it a. I would say six out of uh, ten. But you know, since I thought that Christian Bell did a good job portraying Gore, it gave uh I gave it a seven out of ten. So Um The only problem I have with the movie is that it was it wasn't long enough. You know, it was an hour and fifty nine minutes. And I was like, you know, really? But um I like how they introduce Gore, you know. We understood now, you know, after his little small, you know, I guess his little small backstory, I guess. We you know, understood, you know, why he was, you know, the God killer, you know, because he pray- he prayed to a God who was very cruel to him. And once he renounced Rappu, Rappu tried to kill him. Then, of course, the sword, the necrosword called to him, of course, a lot giving him the ability to kill him. But the way I looked at it, Rappu had it coming, you know, since he was cruel, and he was a douchebag anyway, so... And plus, it was self-defense, you know, what Gore did to Rappu, so... Honestly, it's not like, you know, Gore had anything to lose anyway for killing, you know, Rappu, since he was a douchebag. But, um, I'm happy that Lady Sets alive, so that's good, you know. I like Jamie Alexander. Um... I like how they did a little black-and-white cinematography. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, some of the actions, were, you know, sequences were okay. But, you know, at least now, I have a better understanding as to how mirror, mirror was brought back together. Because, remember, in, in Thor Ragnarok, Hela threw the hammer, you know, shattered the hammer. Pretty much. Not through the hammer, but Thor threw the hammer at Hela and she pretty much shattered it in Thor Ragnarok, so that pretty much, but however, it called to her because he, um, because he, uh, unknowingly, because Thor unknowingly placed an enchantment on it, just like, uh, you know, the he who possesses the, you know, he who be worthy possesses the power of Thor, you know, that was enchanted by Odin in the first Thor movie. So, turns out, you know, Thor did the same thing with his hammer unknowingly, though. Which explains why the hammer called to her and and why it was, you know, forged back together when Jane arrived. You know, since it was calling to her. So, which at least, you know, that was a... You know, at least... That question's been answered. So, that was good. But, um... I just wish it was longer. And I just wish that... um They could have... You know, I feel like they could have done more. But, obviously, this is not going to be Thor's last film. Because in the post credit scene, it said Thor will return. So... Which is good. So, I don't know if they're going to be... I don't know if they're going to do a Thor 5. Or they are going to do a different movie that's going to have Thor in it but only time will tell so um but yeah I feel like they could have done more the writing was you know I don't know it just felt like it was too simple and I don't understand how if this is supposed to be the final Thor film why would you make it an hour you know an hour and 59 minutes less than 2 hours that's that's crazy and, you know, I also like, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy making their appearance in the film. Um, however, despite the fact that Gamora, the variant, um, you know, the 2014 Gamora didn't show up in the film. So, I don't know if she's going to show up in Volume 3 or not, but we'll see. She, I mean, obviously, she can't go back into her world since she was transported into Earth-616, so. But it would have been nice to see Zoe Zaldana reprise a role as, uh you know, uh, Gamora, but it was good to see the rest of the Guardians, though, sounds cool, um, yeah, honestly, it's not really much to say about the film, besides Christian Bale's, you know, excellent performance, oh, and by the way, the, uh, the, the, uh, if any ladies are, you know, if any of the ladies out there, Listening to this episode, I'm pretty sure you enjoyed that view of Thor's backside. I know I know a lot of women were like, "Woo," you know. But uh yeah. If you lady, you know, if uh, any ladies out there, if you ladies out there are listening, I have a question for you. What did you think about that view? <laughs> but anyway, um yes. Pretty much it. bo. And by the way, before I forget, um the uh, Thor 11 Thunder has made $498.5 million in the box office with a production budget of $250 million. So, they obviously got that production budget money back, so that's good. You know, since they made uh, almost $500 million worldwide, but I'm pretty sure they're going to make more than that, so. Uh, but yeah, that's it. So. That concludes this review. Feel free to visit us like us on Facebook. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music App, Spotify, and of course, YouTube.